Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going over some week, was it week 13? Week 13 waiver wire, this is it. So if you're trying to make the playoffs, this is this is the final week, which, okay, there might actually be player or two out here that can actually help you win a week and get you in the playoffs but that's it there's probably like one or two and if you have any auction money left if you have the number one thing you can use it on one of these guys which we'll get to in just a second but before we do that make sure you guys go check us out on twitter at the ff profit or instagram fantasy football profit or check out the website fantasyfootballprofit.com get your questions into us at any of those spots you know we'll have a little mailbag episode here in a couple days so Get questions into us. We'll definitely answer as many as we can. So I'll say the one, the top guy would probably be on the list. Probably would have been Gus Edwards, I would say. But he is now above our limit of 40%. We only list guys that are owned in 40% of leagues or less on ESPN. And I believe, let's see, Edwards is, can't remember what his percentage is now, but I think yeah, I'm pretty sure he jumped to 53.7. Like is that yeah, at? Okay. In, in one week. So <laughs> yeah, pretty so good. If he's out there, I'd pick him up. Would you? Okay. Would you pick okay, oh. my second guy? Here we go. Is the other guy is probably has to be Josh Adams. Right. Say so. And these were our top guys last week, basically anyway. But is it Edwards for you over Adams right now? Yeah, it is for me right now. I think he's just going to get more bulk. Uh, I think um, that team has been looking for someone just to give all the carries to and we said it last week but I'll say it again I think with that running quarterback with Lamar Jackson in there it just helps him out a ton um, I think Josh Adams is a little more um, streaky and I, I don't know if that team is going to completely just hand off the ball because I haven't seen them actually pass it to him a whole lot so I, I think Gus Edwards is a little safer yeah and I think as long as Lamar Jackson's a quarterback which sounds like they might stick with him after even after Flacco comes back, Edwards is going to be good in two weeks. He's done 17 for 115 and 23 for 118. That's in playing against Atlanta and Kansas City, then Tampa. That is a very good schedule for him. And <laughs> Gus Edwards is probably going to win some people some fantasy leagues. As crazy as that is, you can at least get him to the championships. Gus Edwards, yeah, who would have thought this? A guy who had what before. Last week, before before week 11, he had a total of 15 carries on the season. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't know, I guess. Yep. Okay, then, so Edwards would be our number one. So our number two is going to be Josh Adams, who wasn't, um, this in his own is what, in his many leagues. He, he's got a lot of volume last week, but... I think he's up there. I think he's above it too now. So he's they're both up there, right? Yeah, actually. He's up, I think he's owned higher than Edwards. Yeah, he is actually. He's at 66.7. Yeah. Um, so he so, jumped another 38.8. So after, I mean, he's been going up for the past two weeks. But yeah, so, he, so he's definitely he's out owned. there, you get one of these two guys. You, just, you get them and yeah, pretty much it. Adams, 20, 22 carries for 84 yards and touchdown. He's, he's going to get in volume. I don't know how good of a player he is. You think he's fine. But sometimes that doesn't matter. Sometimes it's all about opportunity and volume in these spots. So Adams and Edwards are the guys right now. So 
now that we broke our rule and talked about two guys for a bit that don't even belong on our list normally, um, well, who yeah. else is there? Well, that, that's the that's the difficult part, right? So this is the part where if you, <laughs> I don't think there's anyone that really excites me when I talk about running <laughs> no. backs. Um, no, there's not. The I'll just rattle off a few. If you're looking for someone just to get you a few points, I think Frank Gore might be that guy. He's he'll give you five points no matter what. And um and Drake looked kind of banged up with that shoulder a little bit. So if he you know if he does get a few more carries, you never know with um. And other than that, the only other person I'm looking at is Legarrette Blunt, who it has to be. I, I don't yeah. trust, but at the same time. You know what he did last week, and he's only owned in eighteen point five percent of leagues right now. So, you know, those would be the two guys that I'm I would be looking at. There's for me, there's not a whole lot. Elijah McGuire, I think, just you know, kind of ran out of time. I, I don't trust him, so I'm probably not going to put him on yep. my team. Yep, not happening for him. But I think the way the Lions use Garrett Blunt shows me a lot. I think that's what they're going to do. I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't maybe I mean, but he did fine. So there's nothing I can't say anything against it. I just don't think he's that great of a player. But hey, he 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 did pretty well. So what can I say? <laughs> you know, right? And then I guess one player that could be interesting here because we're recording this before we hear any news on Fournette. If Fournette was to be suspended for a game, which I don't think will happen, but hey, it's possible. Carlos Hyde's out there. And he's only owned in 38.8% of leagues now. So Hyde would be an interesting pickup for the week. Yeah, very good point. Do you think it would be point. him or do you think it would be Yeldon? I don't know how they'd use him. I, well, yeah, I think they would use him both. But yeah, I think Yeldon would be the pass catcher. But yeah, that's a very, very good point. I, I didn't even think about that, to be honest. But yeah, that, that's a very good possibility that he does because he, he definitely threw, threw a haymaker at him, <laughs> which I'll never understand I, players throwing punches when other guys have helmets on. But yeah, you know, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't I? it? Right? And okay, for running back wise, that's about it. Yeah, there's, honestly. Yeah, unless you, I mean, really, I, I mean, really, that is it. But you I know, mean, even in a desperate situation, okay, desperate situation, I don't know what else you would do if you're in. Like, if we're sticking to our forty percent, I mean, it's is it theoretic just because he might catch a couple balls? That might be the guy, the next guy. Yeah, he he might be it. I mean, I, I guess. Uh, oh my gosh, even Doug Martin's over fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. That would be it. I mean, so it really it is like it's like a Frank Gore. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you said to start, Frank Gore, Legarrette Blunt. Those are the guys you'd have to get, and it's uh, not pretty at running back for those spots. It's not. If yeah, but difference. If Adams and Edwards are out there, then it looks pretty good. Or even Martin. You could have Adams, Edward, and Edwards, and Martin out there in your league, and then that's a much different situation. So go pick those guys up. Yeah. So in saying that, why don't we jump over to wide receiver, where maybe yeah, there's a definitely. few more that we can say. Maybe. And yeah, and once again, uh, you know, forty percent is what we're aiming for. So even Traquan Smith, you know, jumped up huge last week, so he's no longer on it. Is there anyone that sticks out to you in this group? Probably Josh Reynolds. Probably played two weeks ago, mm-hmm. six for 80 and touchdown. Had the bye week, so he's kind of been forgotten a little bit. Goes against Detroit, who is not very good. And Josh Reynolds could be the guy. The problem is, too, six for 80 and touchdown looked pretty good, but that was in just the craziest, mold, you know, the biggest shootout we've ever seen in the NFL. So what will he do in a more normal game is, you know, the question. But I think at the wide receiver the, for waivers this week, he's the guy to add. 
yeah, it, he'd probably been number one. I think I think he'll be fine. I mean, yeah, I don't expect him to always have this kind of production, but you know, with Cooper Cup out, um, it, it just makes sense that they'll still try to use three wide receivers. So, uh, yeah, I think he would be my number one as well. Um, well, and then I'll say another name here. We're recording this before the Monday night game, so Kiki QT, we don't know what he's going to do here, but he would probably be the next one. Yeah, because I'm 100%. expecting him to do something. You know, right. And and he's going against Tennessee, so even if he, you know, even if he doesn't have a spectacular game, as long as he gets fifty yards, I'll feel pretty good about it. Yeah, his game doesn't even have to be that great for me to put him on the list next yeah, week. I, I just need him to get, you know, three catches for fifty yards, anything that or above, and I'll say, yeah, he he should be, you know, picked up number two. And then, I mean, the next guy, I would actually probably say Adam Humphreys who he just continues to do something, you know, he got a touchdown six for 54. It's not like he's not getting huge catches, not getting, you know, not getting a lot big yards, but he's scored four touchdowns in the last four games. He's just, he's kind of involved a little bit. So if you need a plug, a guy to plug in for the week, you know, if you, I don't know what your situation is, if you, why you'd need to play Humphreys, but if you need a guy, Humphreys isn't, isn't terrible. No, I mean, he, no, he really hasn't been. I mean, double digits in four, three of the last four. And even before that, I mean, he's really only had, you know, two games where I would be upset. Where that was a 3.7 against Cleveland and a 5.3 versus Washington. And that was after their bye, you know. So week six on, he's been, he's been a viable option. Um, not the sexiest pick by any means, but yeah, he'll get you some points. All right. Anybody else out there on your list? You know what? I, uh, no, I mean I'm just gonna list a few. I don't I don't feel good about any of these guys. I wouldn't necessarily um, pick them up. But if you are looking for just a bottom of the kind of barrel kind of guy, um, Devonte Parker uh, hasn't done anything actually. I, I skip over him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, and sadly enough, he hasn't done a lot. But uh, John Ross, I almost gets a, he gets another touchdown. Yeah, another. I mean three touchdowns in three games. He hasn't gotten over three catches, but, you know, if AJ is out for another week, he might be a guy that I, you know, might be worth throwing in that last spot. But I mean, that, that says something too, right? And then I guess Mike Williams would be someone that you take a, take a just complete guess at, but there's no one on here that, you know, well, blows my hair back. Here's a guy that I think is actually interesting. Um, it's Curtis Samuel. And so he doesn't get a lot of catches. But they use him in all kinds of ways. They run, you know, he runs all this stuff. So here are his games for this. He started the year he was hurt. He came back in week five and he got 9.7 in week. This is all standard. 9.7. He had nothing in week six. I actually don't know his situation. I don't remember if he was out that game or not. But then he had 8.5 in week seven. Only got two. He got 2.8. Didn't do anything in week eight. 17.8 week nine. He got negative 0.1 in week 10, but then 11.5 and 10.2. So he's had five solid games, five out of seven that have been pretty good. So if you are in, you know, a tough spot and you need somebody who's going to be involved, maybe it's Curtis Samuel. They are looking to get him the ball a little bit in just random way. But this is, this is also can easily turn into a nothing game though. You can get a zero out of him, but I can't, I'm kind of, I'm interested in it. And especially with, he plays Tampa, then Cleveland, New Orleans, Atlanta. Like it's not, you know, it's not a terrible schedule. So he's an inter- interesting guy in a week where there's not much. Yeah, I mean, 
uh, yeah, <laughs> there's no, no <laughs> difference between him and, uh, I mean, he probably actually is a better version of the guys that I was talking about above. He, the, the amount of touches he gets does worry me, but I mean, the numbers don't lie, right? So would you rather put him in or Willie Sneed? Yeah, you're, you're right. I'd probably rather put Curtis Samuel in. Well, and then I don't really have anybody else for this list here. I mean, Dede Westbrook, uh, I, I, I should bring up his name because I, always think a lot of things, good things about DD Westbrook, but he's just not, you can't trust him. So some guys though, if you go a little bit above our level, if like DJ Moore is out there, go pick up DJ Moore over everyone. He's at 59.1%. So chances are he's not available in your league, but there is a possibility he is eight for 91 this past week, seven for 157 the week before. So he's involved and in, he's finally showing his potential of a, being a first round draft pick. So I'd go pick up DJ Moore over, you know, pretty much everybody else. I think he's going to be good the rest of the year. And then, you got any tight ends? <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> I got one. I got one. It's going to be, I brought his name up before, Chris Herndon. Seven for 57 this past week. You know, it's not huge, but hey, he's been he's been a pretty decent option since about week six, where he's gone 11.6, 10.2, 7.6, 6.2. Then he had 3.4 and 5.7. But Tight end position has been bad, and Herndon is interesting, at least. He's, you know, someone to look out for. Yeah. That's about it, though. <laughs> the the only other guy <laughs> – yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what this is going to come out to. I think that, you know, our, our Josh Reynolds pick could kind of nullify him, but every once in a while I'm, I'm interested in to see what uh, what Gerald Everett is going to be able to do with the Rams. Yeah. Um, He's kind of all over the place, but the last three weeks in tight end land, he has been, you know, relevant. So 6.8, 7.5, and then the big two touchdown, 17 point game against KC. Um, he had the bye, so everyone completely forgot about him. But going against Detroit next week, um, if they continue to use him in that role, he, as far as tight end goes, he actually might be an okay play. So um, he would be another guy that I'm just kind of giving um, a second look to. So then if we go, let's just go to some streaming QBs here to see what we got here. So if you're looking to stream quarterbacks, I mean, I'd go get Baker Mayfield because he's only 42% owned yet. I'd go get him and just make him your quarterback. At this point, I'd stop streaming. I like Baker. or But I think Dak could be pretty decent against New Orleans. He had a solid week this past week. He said he's been okay, but I, I mean, Dak or Baker, which one do you want? Oh. You know, Houston's been Houston's been good against the pass. I still like Baker Mayfield, though. I think he can overcome that. Yeah. I, I mean, or do you want Dak one. against New Orleans? Or Lamar Jackson against Atlanta? Ooh. Um, Lamar's guaranteed I, to get you 15. <laughs> yeah, I think I think out of – yeah, I, I have a hard time with Dak. I mean, that's where it comes down to. He he yeah. impresses me, then he is lackluster. He does it you – know, he's going against New Orleans, so – you think that they're going to have to throw a lot. And with Amari Cooper, you're thinking maybe he'll get in the swing of things. I, I still think, I think Baker would be the way to go. I like Lamar Miller or <laughs> Lamar. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson, but um, Baker is just playing really, really well right now. And I feel like he can get, you know, two touchdowns and, you know, 300 yards, even though he is playing against a, a pretty good Houston team. Like you said. All right. How about some, how about some defenses here? So got a couple options, maybe. We have, you know what, Buffalo going against Miami is not a bad option. Buffalo's defense has been pretty solid. 
So Buffalo against Miami could be an option. You got the Titans going against the Jets. Another one that, you know, might not be that bad. The Broncos, actually. The Broncos are still only owning 39.7% of leagues. They're, they've really stepped it up now these last couple weeks. It might not even look like it's, okay, that good. But if you look at it here. So in week six, fantasy scoring-wise, they, had, they got six points, which isn't a huge game, but they played against the Rams. Then they went nuts against Arizona, had 32. Then they got a zero, but it was at Kansas City. <laughs> they didn't go negative, right? so that's pretty good. Yeah. Then Houston got four, but Houston can be, you know, it wasn't even like, it just they didn't do extra. They only gave up 19 points. It wasn't bad. Then they played at the Chargers and scored a six for fantasy scoring. And then they played Pittsburgh and got 11. That's actually even better than you think about it, than it, than it looks, you know, if you really look at it, it's not that bad. It's been pretty solid, and they're still only owning thirty nine percent of leagues. And at this point, they were the eighth best team, eighth best defense ranked for fantasy scoring. So, going against Cincinnati, I feel really good about that one. So, if they're out there, I'd I'd be picking them up right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I, I mean, they're just a good defense as well. So, yeah, I think that's a very solid pick. I, I think one, and once again, it's a little bit above. I'm cheating a little bit. So, it's they're owned in forty three percent. Um, but they were on bye, so a lot of people dropped them. The Chiefs, um, they've been pretty solid, and they're about to go against Oakland, um, which should be a great matchup for them. But if you look at the stretch they've been on since week seven, it's been really amazing. I mean, 14, 8, 6, 10, 8. So, and, and it's crazy thing is they gave up 42 points and still scored eight fan <laughs> scoring. Right, right. Against that, in that crazy Rams game. So, and now you're going to about to go against Oakland, who is just completely falling apart. Um, and then you go against Baltimore the week after that, if you're looking down the road, which, you know, d- shouldn't scare you that much. So I, uh, once again, they've been a top 10 defense all year, pretty much. So if they're out there, if someone dropped them because they were on a buy, which a lot of people do, it's a defense. Um, I would I would snag them. I think that would be the play. Um, other than that, do you have anyone besides the Broncos or Chiefs uh, a little farther down, perhaps, that might just have a good matchup? Uh, Dolphins yet against Buffalo. It's still, you know, Buffalo did well, but it's still Buffalo. Josh Allen could go throw some picks at any time. And Miami's defense has not been bad this year. They've been very, they've been solid too. So they were the ninth best coming into last week. So there's solid defense. So that's still not a bad option. Miami against Buffalo. You could, you could do worse than that. That's where if none of those other options we talked about are there. Yeah. And dolphins are available. I'd go pick them up and just hope Josh Allen goes and throws three picks, which it's going to happen at some point. Right. It, it, it just probably will. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's probably it. That's about all I got for waivers. It's kind of a thin week, but Hey, there's, if you can get Gus Edwards, Josh Adams, you know, couple of those kind of guys you can change right. your change your season around what, if they're still available in yours what do you think about the only other team that i see down yep. here that um has had a pretty hot of late um but they can go north or south <laughs> is are the saints and they're about to go at dallas um mm. what do you think about see, that because da- the last three games 9 13 15 which is not yeah. nothing they did go negative five before that so i just feel i think dallas is playing well right now something about dallas i don't Maybe it's just because I think Zeke could just run the ball well, but it's, I mean it's not a it's not a terrible pick, yeah, not I, at all. It's 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 very it's very solid. Just something about at Dallas, but yeah, it could it could go it could definitely go their way. 
Yeah, I mean, because I, Dallas can go either way. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's where, you know, and it's funny, I would take the other ones we talked about, Broncos and Chiefs, I think they're safer. But, you know, if people look at the numbers, I think the Saints are going to look like a great, you know, matchup because they've been doing so well. But something about it for me as well kind of says, you know, pump the brakes. But, you know, if they keep going, I'll uh, eat my words. But, all right. So that'll be it. That's it for the final. That's the final waiver wire of the regular season. Crazy. That is weird. So hopefully everything works out and you're all in the playoffs after this week. So I know Jeff will have some playoff matchups coming up and some different leagues. So yeah, uh, interesting (laughs) to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we're we're hoping. I got what we got one more week. It looks like playoff bound in three of my four. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. we'll find out. <laughs> but, all right. That'll do it for today. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.